I know my shiz. And you know what? A few years ago, I would have totally shied away from saying all that to you, but I know my worth now. Hello you and welcome back to the Podcasting for Business show. We're talking this week about one of the biggest reasons that wannabe podcasters don't actually ever start their show. Now there are quite a few reasons that somebody might not start their podcast but one of the biggest that I found is the imposter syndrome. So what is imposter syndrome? Well if you've ever had that feeling that you feel like you're going to be found out or you're not good enough, or qualified enough, or experienced enough to do something in your business or in your life, then that is the imposter syndrome at work. In reality, you're probably more than qualified and more than enough, and you might even have a ton of experience in it as well, but you still just don't feel good enough. And it's a really worrying way that women in particular are dismissing their own success. And I say there, it's ah, you know, I have been, um, I have struggled with imposter syndrome in the past too. And it's so worrying that we dismiss our success, our experience, our creativity. And it leads to this fear that we're just sort of going to be found out and ultimately to stress. Now, I did a bit of research on this and the neuroscientist Tara Swart, who is also the author of The Source, she says that alongside the feelings of not deserving, of of feeling not good enough, it leads to lower levels of serotonin, which relates to mood, and also low levels of dopamine, which are connected to reward and motivation. So that interestingly, whether you're male or you're female, the lower your confidence, the lower your testosterone levels are, meaning you're much less likely to take healthy risks like going for a promotion or starting your podcast, for example. And I used to feel like this a lot when I started out my business and doing the work that I do online. But then, you know what? I just had to get real. I realised that it was holding me back from not doing the things that I wanted to do and having the life that I wanted to live. And I spent way too much time thinking that I wasn't qualified enough or experienced enough. But then I worked with my incredible coach on this and I did the work and I moved past it. And you have to keep working on it because sometimes it does rear its head occasionally. But the reality is, that I've got over 20 years of business experience. I've coached and mentored hundreds of individuals. I've got a master's in HR and coaching, as well as a national training award. I know my shiz. And you know what? A few years ago, I would have totally shied away from saying all that to you, but I know my worth now. I know how much I help people and how much care and time I put into my clients and my students. And I'd have been worried about you thinking to yourself now, listening to me, um, or even saying to me, who the hell do you think you are? But honestly, now, I really don't care. I don't care. I care about what you think, obviously, but anyone who isn't out there doing the things that they really want to do in their own lives and their own businesses and taking action every day, 
just simply don't get to have an opinion or a vote on how I run my business or what I do. Does that sound harsh to you? Or actually, deep down, do you wish that you felt that confident about your own ability enough to not care a jot (laughs) about if people think you're good enough? Good. I hope you do feel like that. I hope you want to feel more confident about what you do because you're flipping epic. So I'm going to help you with that in this episode. You might be thinking, what the heck is all of this to do with podcasting, Lindsay? Well, some of you have got incredible ideas for podcasts and you haven't started your show yet because you're saying to yourself, who the heck would listen to me? So if that is you, this episode in particular is for you. So I'm going to share with you today three strategies to help you get rid of that imposter syndrome when it rears its head for you. But the first thing I want to say to you, you might think is a bit controversial. Some of you out there now might be telling yourself that you've got imposter syndrome, but actually what you're doing is hiding behind that term so that you don't have to take action when the reality is one of two things. Number one, you don't want to do the work, or number two, you're scared. Now, I can help you if you're scared, but if you don't want to do the work, nobody can help you. I can't help you. You have to want to do the work to get the thing, whatever that might be. So before you go any further with this episode, I want you to ask yourself that question. Am I hiding behind that term? We hear it so much online about the imposter syndrome. Am I hiding behind the term so I don't actually have to do the work? Or am I hiding behind that term because I'm feeling really scared and it's okay to be scared? But now that we're on the same page, we're going to go through three strategies to get over the imposter syndrome. And the good news is that the more you practice these strategies, you're going to change the way you think over time. Okay, so strategy number one is developing a new script. So that script is that automatic mental message that starts playing in your head whenever a situation happens that triggers that feeling of feeling like an imposter. So for example, if you start a new job or a project or something new in your business, So instead of thinking, oh no, they're going to find out that I have no idea what I'm doing, try thinking, try developing a new script, try thinking to yourself, everyone who starts something new or tries something for the first time feels a bit off at the start. I might not know all the answers, but I can figure it out. Now in podcasting, there's a lot to learn at the start and it's easy to fall into this script of telling yourself that others are better, others are further along and you're not up to it, but change the script and tell yourself, I'm taking action towards something that I really am going to love and I'm learning something new every day and I'm going to get so much better with practice. Okay, strategy number two, fake it until you make it. Now, I went off this term for quite some time But I realised it's actually a bit of a skill to fly by the seat of your pants, isn't it? So instead of thinking about faking it till you make it as winging it, try to see it as lots of other high achieving people do and see it as a skill. 
being able to fly by the seat of your pants is quite a skill. Saying yes to something and figuring it out. The whole point of that term, fake it till you make it, it's still valid today. Don't wait until you feel more confident to actually start the thing you want to do. Because courage will come from taking action. Change your behaviour first and your confidence is then going to build. So the final strategy I'm going to give you is look for evidence and acknowledge your feelings. So one of the first steps to overcoming those imposter feelings is just acknowledging the thoughts that you're having, but put them into a bit of perspective and ask yourself, does this thought actually help me? So the author of The Secret Thoughts of Successful Women, Valerie Young, she says that the only difference between someone who experiences imposter syndrome and someone who doesn't is how they respond to the challenges. And she says people who don't feel like imposters are no more intelligent or capable or competent than the rest of us. And we just have to learn to think like someone who is a non-imposter. You've got to learn to value constructive criticism and remember that the more you practice a skill, the better you're going to get at it. And it's so true. So when you have these thoughts about not being good enough or you're telling yourself, who the heck is going to listen to me if I start a podcast? Ask yourself these questions. Ask yourself, is this thought useful? Is it getting me closer to my goals? When have I tried something new then I've practiced it and I've got better at it. You're going to find loads of examples of that in your life. Who comes to you for advice? Who listens to you now in your life and why do they listen to you? Answer these questions for yourself and it's going to help you to create a new thought pattern and it's going to help you to build that evidence that you need when you start to get these feelings where where you're feeling like a fraud or an imposter. Look for the evidence, acknowledge how you feel and build that evidence up. Okay, so there you have it. There are three strategies to help you with your imposter syndrome feelings. First, ask yourself whether you actually are struggling with imposter syndrome or whether it's something that you are hiding behind. Strategy number one was develop a new script for yourself. Strategy number two, Fake it until you make it. Strategy number three, look for the evidence and acknowledge. So if you have been wanting to get your podcast started, the only way to get over these thoughts is to take action. Confidence comes from action. The doors to my group programme, Start Your Podcast in Six Weeks, are still open for new students until Friday the 24th of January. So if you're listening to this episode before then, you've still got a chance of getting started on this round of the group programme. If you'd like to join us, I'm going to leave a link to get more information in the show notes on my website, lindsayann.com, on the Podcasting for Business page, episode 16. There'll be a link there for you to get a a ton more information about the programme and to get registered with us. Take action, start your podcast and kick those imposter syndrome beliefs to the curb. Have an amazing week everybody. Can't wait to speak to you again soon. Bye for now.